Welcome to the Ball Bros. My name is Nick. I'm Jake. And I'm Sandy. Coming at you with a lot of sports and a little bit of nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. It's Friday, baby. TGIF. Friday. Friday, baby. We're into double-digit weeks now. The Ball Bros on a Friday. What's new? We're always on a Friday. We're late-night guys. We're... Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah, those are the fun Classic nights. Days. But Friday, you can't beat it. Yeah, Friday is my favorite night. Even if I get off work a little late and the pod goes up Saturday morning, it's okay. We're still here recording every Friday for you guys. I mean, it is the weekend, baby. That's right. All right, what do you guys want? What's the most important thing to talk about this week, right now? Probably Josh the Allen. quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, yep. Kyler Murray, Kyler. a number of them banged up. Big implications. Matt Stafford, another one. I mean, hell, you even got Aaron Rodgers out there. He looks, he's just been dealing with the same injury last three weeks. Crybaby Aaron. Mm. Yep. That's the second Aaron we know. That's a crybaby. So you always got to think about some of the guys who are more concussion prone just because, you know, any hit that they take in a game. So it's like, you know, obviously this last few weeks have been crazy, but yeah. Hopefully you don't have to pick up someone like a Colt McCoy this week, but. Yeah, I yeah, mean, if some of our leagues, it, it might be happening. In some of your all's leagues, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I if mean, if Josh Allen, available. I don't think Josh Allen's going to play. I truly don't. And I don't think Kyler Murray's going to play either. And yeah. if they do, I think they're going to be severely limited. It's, so it's like, even if they play, do you roll the dice on It's them? unfortunate because the matchup, especially for Josh Allen, that is kind of one of those games where it's a pride thing. You want to uh, win those big games. They're playing a team with a better record, 7-1 and one Vikings. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's scary. His, his is scary more for me long term. But I think Kyler's is more effect. It affects his style of play. So his Definitely. is a hamstring. His yeah. whole game is to be able to scramble and get out of the pocket. Just you got not, a hamstring injury. He's going to be yeah. setting behind the line who he can't see over and having to throw. You got 40 Aaron times Donald coming at you. Yeah, like, it's just this would be the week to sit him. Right. Avoid any big injury. I would. You're coming off of already one. You don't want to reaggravate. You know you're going to be chased the mm-hmm. whole day between Aaron Donald, Von, and he's not, not, he's, not Von Miller, Bobby he's Wagner. He's not a yep. literal. He set in the pocket, throw it 40 times a game. He's not Tom yeah. Brady. You know, he can't do that the whole game. And they never run the ball either. The whole game is right. on him. Exactly. It's, it's it's quite troubling. And especially if you're the Cardinals, it's a late in the late week injury here. Mm-hmm. They have it but on Thursday, and they have a bye in four On the weeks. contrary of that, though, we're also looking at uh, Matt Stafford, you know, on the yeah. other end of that side. You know, he's going to be potentially out, you know. So that whole game, that changes the narrative because then you're dealing with backup quarterbacks – Defense should be fine, but I don't know. We might I just see a tie know. there because whoever loses that game, their season's over. Wow. Exactly. Isn't that three insane? and five, three and six. Three That's and five, crazy. three and six. If you go to three and seven, your season's over. Yep, you can't recover from that. You'd have yeah. to win out. Yeah. Seven wins in and a row for this And that's not happening in that, in that you know, the Rams, division and the rest of their schedule. The Rams could do it. But the Rams have a brutal schedule, too, because they won they the Super Bowl. They both do. But the Rams could do it. I just don't feel as confident in the Cardinals doing it. I almost feel the opposite. The Rams have looked horrible. But they don't backup, have any spark. Yeah, with two backup quarterbacks, I'm going to pick Colt McCoy above yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Texas legend Colt yeah, McCoy. Yeah, absolutely. The Cardinals, yeah, I mean, outside of just terrible play calling and horrible decision yeah. making and having a game up. where they had no kicker. Yeah, and we're seeing the team fall apart. I mean, exactly. we're seeing it week by week. We've all seen the videos on Twitter about them just constant beef. Kingsbury's lost that locker room, yeah. in my opinion. Well, Cliff is always the wrong choice, yeah. but they signed him through 2028. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you guys, let's go ahead and get into more positive news. Talk about our favorite starts of the week. And honestly, 
who up here do we need to talk about but Jake's first guy? Oh, gosh. This is my favorite guy on the list. His name, really? his name just keeps coming up yeah, on and, this podcast. And I hate it on him, so as my come up, it's I literally have to, it might be starting him this week. That's what's crazy. It's it's Mac Hollins. Don't you love it? 6'4", 221. I mean, the two weeks ago and week seven and week eight, 12 points, 13 points, and then he had weeks two and three. He also was great. Wide receiver two one of those weeks. Yeah, I mean, and he sees a decent amount of targets. The main reason, obviously, Hunter Renfro goes down on IR. So he should see some more. And Darren Waller's on IR now, too. Yep. So he should see an increased target role, you would mm-hmm. think. That's what I'm banking on. Target role, Logically, I would like to would see think. improve. We saw two games ago he had eight targets. I think he should That's get every bit of that. Yeah. And he is a big body, like you said. You know, He's got something to prove this year. He's looked you know, pretty solid for his role. Yes. And, you know, he's not – he is definitely the second fiddle to that Devontae Adams show, but I do like him this week. It's a pure – this is a pure struggle pick. This is for any of those teams that are – you're dealing with injuries and you have the buys. So, if you need a guy to just plug into your lineup, he's probably available. I mean, I think he's the actually – he's the second highest added on uh, Sleeper right now, and right he's behind th- Foster Moreau. He's owned now. in 70% of leagues, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, just like I like the whole story here with Matt yeah. Collins. I really do. Yeah, <laughs> we've kind of been on him early too. Yes, we got on him like second week. He's got that eight hundred dollar jersey that is going to you guys for Christmas. Right. Yeah, she, you know what's crazy is I was just looking at that top waiver. You had Scotty Miller out there, yeah. did not do a single thing until that final drive where he catches like three straight passes. Yeah, he's not good. It's yep. just like wow. That that was how that's how scraping the bottom of the barrel people are right now. Scotty Miller is the third highest one. And he's rostered in four percent of leagues. Sandy, yep. who's your first guy? My first guy is Jamal Williams, and I kind of made the mistake. I went back and forth on this. I really was feeling good of riding off the high with Cordero Patterson, mm-hmm. and you know he had a very disappointing night to say the least. And it makes me kind of question. Like I did have Jamal Williams on my bench. I kind of went back and forth on him. Like I said, I just for some reason, like I said, was riding off the hot hand. Yeah, twenty four yeah. carries last week. I mean, every week he gets all the work. Yeah, I mean we're we're waiting to see. Is this the game that Swift is? They're finally going to turn it over. I don't think it is. I still think they're going to come out and once Swift has ten touches, Dan Campbell will say, "Oh, he's he's not quite ready. We'll give him a little more next week." Is he made of glass? I mean, that's how be. that's how they treat him too, and they right. know Jamal is tough. Right, Jamal is going to outcarry him probably sixty six percent to thirty three. Yep, he I won't see the, the target, opposite. But. I do feel good about Swift this week. I think we saw a sample size, and yeah, you can go off the narrative. Yeah, we're going to keep doing this, you know. But at the end of the day, I think he does take that leap. I, think I hope so. I mean, Swift owners I should be happy league, so. getting that. They took the actual questionable label off on a Friday. I felt good. I think. I agree with Nick. I think Jamal outtouches him, but I think Swift can easily outscore him, and he's going to get the receiving work. So, I mean, you might could be start both, but you definitely are starting both. Who I has think. A, who has a bigger game between the two? I go Jamal. I like Swift this week. This could I'll, be the I'll beef. go Swift. Okay, but Jamal's in the in your star of the week. I like it. Yeah. I like Jamal it. is my star of the week, but I also like Swift. I like them both. Okay, I'm Nick. gonna go with a guy who maybe some people think that he. Uh, he's fallen off. I mean, he kind of did for a couple of weeks there, but Kareem Hunt, yep, running yep. back 30 on the year while not playing in two games while they were trying to trade him away. Mm. I honestly think if he gets his typical 12 to 15 attempts in this game, he's going to get into the end zone. Miami's been awful 
and I really do mean awful on yeah. defense. And this yeah. is another situation where obviously you're starting Nick Chubb as well. Of course. Yeah. So this is a great week. This is you know kind of the offsetting week. I think if you had a Tony Pollard or Kareem Hunt last week or a couple weeks ago, you know you're looking at a Tony Pollard. But now I think you can kind of transition them back for this week. I think you look at his stat line from last week after they know that you know when they try to trade him away the last week that he was active, but he was you know against Cincinnati four catches thirty yards eleven for forty two. Give him a touchdown. He's got 17 points on the week. He's literally the most consistent as far as his usage. Look at that. 11, 13, 12, 10, 11, 11. And then four or three targets in every game. It's the most consistent usage. Are we taking Chunt over (laughs) – so Chubb and Hunt over Jamal and Swift? Yes. As a tandem to score more? Every week I am. Every week because Chubb, you know, speaks for himself. The dude, when he's playing, is top five right now. And then you have the what was what did you say Kareem Hunt was at? Kareem Hunt's running back thirty. I mean, he's thirty. So two top thirty, but your one two punches of number five and a thirty. That's pretty solid. In terms of consistency, uh, Kareem Hunt's running back two every week though. Yeah. The only if difference you take out those two games. Jamal RB fifteen versus RB thirty six. Right, I mean, but Swift has missed multiple missed games. games. I mean, he would be he would be top fifteen Again, easily if he it, started. Those, it comes so. back to the health. At the end of the day, you can start a Kareem Hunt or a Nick Chubb every week. You can't always start a DeAndre Swift and a Jamal Williams. And that is so fucking upsetting. Yeah, it's frustrating. I'm really mad. Just thinking about, you know, having Swift, especially like in a dynasty format, he's kind of got him. He's kind of scary. How do you feel about him in dynasty? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel great. I think my plan with him is I want to see him really finish out this year strong, get healthy. And then I would love to trade him and something else for the first overall pick. And mm. I think I could get that. I mean, Definitely to trade Swift. to trade Swift away, he's twenty three still. I it think I could get take that. that. I feel like if you, I think it would take him and plus, which I is think scary. But if you're the person with the number one overall pick, I think you have a chance for DeAndre Swift. That's it's yeah. not, it's hard not to take that because I mean, him and Brees Hall were similar to a point. Like the way at their peaks, you're looking at that similar pick. And if you took Brees Hall at one, you could easily do the same for Swift. Right. He I went th- what seventh in ours. Oh, in our dynasty, our original draft? one. Yeah, uh, I mean, Bruce Hall well, was a that better was prospect, we did the, but the redraft, redraft dynasty. Uh, but in overall, like when it comes to Swift wait. and they draft a quarterback, he's going to be soup. The yeah, Lions are going to get whole hyped offense next year. Should be amazing. Unfortunately, if they fired Dan Campbell and bring in an <laughs> offensive guy, right. and then you got to look at that and you're like, oh my God, Swift is he's due to be a running back ten yeah. this year yeah. or more, and then think. you could easily get one on one. I think right. I do want to make an adjustment there, though, because we did our we, when we did the redraft, we did a separate. Oh, and it restarted in the sixth round. Yeah. So we, six point. So we still took yeah. a true rookie draft. Mm. I see. That's what I was saying because in that original rookie draft, I think I actually took him uh, seventh. Mm. Yeah, it was all all rookies and players were available except for fifty that we selected mm-hmm. to start with. Five players on each team because people kept getting their players dropped on the fourth of July. But yeah, oh, I wow. took a seat. <laughs> C-E-H. Clyde Edwards-Alaire that first one. Ooh, 1-1. One, one. That yeah. is brutal. I regret that one. <laughs> that is And now brutal. he's wasting away. Yeah. Uh, since we're already talking about the Lions, do we got anybody else, Jake? Yeah, of course. Amon Ra. I think he, he finally gets a, a get-right game. He should be fully healthy now. I think I think this is his week. We already saw, I think, Josh Reynolds has been declared out with a back injury. I think he's putting up plus 20 this week easily. I don't think we need to question how we felt about him early in the year, in the end of last year, 
And then look at every week since, you know, just the middle week two. every week since then, he's just been kind of meh. Mm. But I think that has a lot to do with him coming back from the injury and the Lions overall being, you know, Jared Goff is not great. Right. He, when he when he's great, he's great. And this, this is the week against Chicago. This should be a get right game. Exactly. I think it is. I mean, look at the last two games. He still saw 10 and nine and he I, just didn't capitalize on them. You can but. go into these next two games and turn the narrative around, you can afford that Buffalo game. You know, I don't know how competitive yes. that one will be. I yeah. think he'll put up points in that game. But then you look at that latter half of the schedule, and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Yep. I mean, the eye, he passes every single test, every metric. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win people leagues. Yes. In this yeah. la- in that, Same like, thing as last right year. Right in the playoffs, Jacksonville, Minnesota, the Jets, Carolina. Like, I think that's where he's going to score, start scoring 20, just, 30 a game. He's just like I think Jamar Chase is going to win people some leagues when he well, comes yeah. back. But yeah. he's supposed to. Yeah, but he's a league. <laughs> is Amon Ra not, Amon Ra not Ra, supposed to? If, I mean, he's projected it, wide receiver 10 right now. Exactly. And I remember so, at one point in the year, I, I thought in my head, you know, this guy is literally a top 10 receiver no matter what. Right. No matter what happens, he's top 10 right now. He's better than guys like Mike Evans, mm. whoever else you want to put up and there around him. And he got drafted seventh. In the seventh round in our redraft, yeah. which is I'm not gonna lie. From a true dynasty perspective, I would probably argue that if I was redrafting, I'm probably gonna be taking Justin Jefferson Chase number three. I think I would go with him. And then and next Amara. year I think Amara will have Maybe a wow higher after. ADP than C D Lamb. Yeah. He yeah, should. I don't like C D Lamb. Should. I think long we all term, agree though. that he should. He's way better He's than C D. Yeah. yeah. All right, who's – oh, this guy, in my opinion, is better than Amon Ross St. Brown, but okay. this is Sandy's pick. Oh, I know you love him. You're yeah, even wearing one of almost his, his colors it, right now. It's one of I his know. guys. I'm buying his jersey this it's, year. It's I don't just care. so upsetting because I wanted him, and it's Chris Olave. Why receiver just say 15, man? Yeah, he's solid. If Nick had a jersey for every one of his guys, Nick would be broke. Yeah, I'd have like 15 he had jerseys. Like 15 jerseys. <laughs> Olave and Justin Jefferson are up there at number one and two for me. I like the guys who – Look different. They're the smoothest player on the field, no matter who's playing. And this guy's on the same team as Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And I think, he, honest to God, he has more upside than what he's done so far because he's only got two games over 100 yards. Yeah. I mean, he looks great. Obviously, one thing holding him back is the quarterback play. And yeah. we, we kind of knew that, but. TJ Watt is supposed to be back this game. So that is a. That makes me even happier. Yeah, I just don't know what's going to happen there. He's going to have to get the ball out fast. And every yeah. play, Olave can get open. Every single play. Zone, man. And the real question does come down to, is Andy Dalton going to make his Andy Dalton mistakes? Which it he is. will. He will every game. Yeah, he's going to throw a couple of interceptions. It's going to happen. I do like the Saints to win this game. Sadly, oh, really? I don't. I just Steelers can't. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. I just can't get with the offense right now. So I think New Orleans would be the better fit for that. So Olave yep. must start. Got to go with him. He's been killing it. Air yards out the roof. You know, absolutely he's in your lineups every week. Yeah, he's being drafted at wide receiver 17 on daily drafts too. Hmm. I think it's impressive for a rookie. Right. He is, for sure. Next guy, been kind of disappointing at some points in the year, but overall still the top 10 wide receiver, Christian Kirk. That's insane he's top 10. Isn't it? He's had multiple good weeks. He really hasn't. He's only had one, I guess, really disappointing week where it was almost a goose egg, but – Everything else super consistent. And against Kansas City, that's yeah. a dream matchup, He just right? went through the toughest patch of the schedule. Yeah. Had a good game against the Vegas Raiders. This Better game great, this week. Yeah, this yeah. is about to be the best stretch for a schedule if you're Christian Kirk. You're about to earn your money right here. Yeah, absolutely. $20 million a year. He, he needs to perform, and he is. I mean, getting paid all that money, he's getting all the targets. Yeah. And I think this is a week that he's going to have to potentially get upwards of 
15 targets and maybe a touchdown. He looks good. And I'm excited. I'm actually excited for him and even like a dynasty format because he's only 25. You probably yep. have yep. had him on your roster for a couple of years and, for nothing. And, and he's going to mature with Trevor Lawrence there well, and Trevor with Lawrence, the emergence of ETN. ETN and when, and when hopefully Calvin Ridley yeah. comes back, I think that'll be a really cool. Not punch to mention, there. if you can, they got a good offensive line. They're looking a lot better than what they have yeah. had. Their defense needs a little bit of work, but. Jags are on the come up. They had the first one over, number one overall pick from this last year. Yeah, Walker. Trevor Walker. He hasn't yeah. done a lot, but. I don't hate Trevor Lawrence as much as I used to as a dynasty perspective. I just never cared for him out of Clemson, but I do think that he's uh, he coming into his own. Out of Clemson, he looked like one of the best quarterbacks yeah, ever. Like one of the best prospects of all time. Prospects, yes. I just he didn't just know how he would adapt. Yeah, but he has looked better. He's he, looked very He's looked much about improved. like two as far as we've seen the improvement this year. We, we called this man. We try to say he was Peyton Manning. Realistically, he's actually more like Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. <laughs> Which, if that means you win two Super Bowls for the Jags, that's a great career. That. that would be awesome. That would and be an would awesome take, career. It would take Christian Kirk having to turn into a right. Hall of Famer too. Which he looks talented, man. I mean, yeah. he's got it. He's got not the a Hall of Famer, but yeah, he, he looks like he could maybe get to that that Pro Bowl level. He got Still time. Young. He had time early on playing in Arizona. Really wasn't able to truly show his skills. And then Cliff. last year we saw his his role <laughs> change. Cliff. Cliff is my Cliff. new like least favorite coach you in the league. Him, don't you? I really do. Yeah. I can't was, stand watching him on the sideline with his sunglasses on. Kirk on that so Cardinals offense, you know, especially when you had at the time AJ Green stealing targets from him. And obviously you had D hop down the stretch. Yeah. They had some guys that were just clogging up his role and he needed that opportunity out. And I think since that has happened, if they did add another big target to help him out, it would only help. I don't think it would truly take it away. Should. I think that could be a really smooth transition to our guys that we're looking to sit this week. Sandy, you were literally just talking about a guy who was clogging up mm. Christian Kirk. That's uh, Rondale Moore. Like five seven, one eighty. He's a small <laughs> clog, but he's there. It's just not the guy that I would expect him to have been. Like I liked Rondell Moore coming out of you know college. He went to Purdue. He was he's a from, monster. He's from Purdue. Frankfurt, is he not? Or yeah, he's from, from Kentucky. He's from Kentucky, yeah. So it's awesome that story. You know, I hate that he didn't come to Kentucky, but I mean, great career at Purdue goes on to the next level. He is a good receiver. I just don't like him with that type of team. You can't have a guy who's already five eight, five seven, throwing you, the ball to you, another guy. Why are you hating him this week? <laughs> is it just because? Murray Tyler. might not play. Yes, mainly because of that. Cause if think, Murray, I like isn't, him. I like him. Besides that one week, he's seen a ton of targets every week, even with D Hop back. I just don't like the Rams defense. I don't like that matchup whatsoever, regardless if Kyler plays or not. I just yeah. I mean, I don't think Colt McCoy is going to be looking to throw to Rondell more. And Rondell scares me. Rondell's ceiling is literally the doorway. I'm serious. I mean, it is it is short. Yeah, it's yes. 23 and a half points. And that bad, was with a touchdown going 92 yards. He has to jump to touch the. If he, goes, frame. if he goes four for 50, that's fine. But at the yeah. same time, it's it's it might be worse than that with Colt. It really might. And they're playing the Rams, who we talk a little bit of crap about the Rams. But if they're missing, if they're playing John Wolford, I guarantee you Aaron Donald's going to do something crazy in this game. Right. And he's going to be he's going to make an impact to the point where Rondale may not even get a look because right. DeAndre Hopkins is still there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. That's what scares me if Colt McCoy comes in the game. He's not going to be looking to a 5-7 slot receiver. No. He's going to be looking to D-hop and Zach Ertz and maybe some dump-offs. I think dump Ertz, offs. Ertz is going to be great I this week. I think Eno Benjamin should be pretty good this yeah, week. I, th- I think I do think Colt McCoy would jump the ball off a lot, maybe to Connor or, or Benjamin. So I just don't see, see the game plan going Rondale Moore's yeah. way. I see what you're saying. I'll tell you a guy who's getting game planned out, and that's Najee Harris. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's starting – 
it's officially panic time for for dynasty Najee owners. Redraft, it's, I mean, it sucks. You lost a first round pick, but if that passing game was more involved and the defense could actually, you know, make some stops, then that offense probably would flourish a little bit more. But they're just that you offensive know, line is not able to give them any time to pass or you, rush. You say that, and, and and I get what you're saying. That's it, they've been horrible. He he got six catches last week on six targets and scored. 11.9 fantasy points to have that many catches that's, that's what i'm saying like that's the numbers you see from like camara is like six receptions 58 total yards i mean kind of pedestrian numbers yeah it's 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 atrocious is he just going through carries? a tough patch i think he's still or do we say he's done i, swear to God, I he's still hurt i don't think he's done i don't think he was the prospect a couple people thought he was coming out i think he was he was so, wor- worse prospect than Josh Jacobs coming out. I don't think that's fair to say because think about Saquon, his incredible year. He has that second year, very injured, very mid, and Saquon he, it took is him that year so off. So much more better of a prospect than Najee was. Did Najee out not of finish out? If we're talking number three, RB three last year. No, I'm talking about coming out of college. Not the same Saquon level. Was Saquon was definitely a higher talented. Saquon also missed four games in that mid season though, and still finished at running back ten. I don't Najee think, has no potential anymore. Yeah, he's like. literally. I don't 27. see him as a Trent Richardson type. I do. I yeah. He's he's already got the, almost the exact it's, same analytics. It's kind of disturbing. I think he's a better pass catcher than Trent Richardson. He for sure is because he proved it last year. But eh, he's let's not. Give him time. He doesn't he is have twenty four, which the part age being, does scare me a little. bit. Part of bit. being a pass yeah. catcher is catching it and making something yeah. happen in space. Vision. That one play that said enough for me. Yeah. On the bright side, at least for this year, Jalen Warren fantasy owners are going to love the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, could be dynasty, a league could Yeah, be. I mean, Amish, I think he's still available, but I think we all want to see what he's going to do this week. And weeks, weeks 12 on, I think the Steelers running backs and whoever on the Steelers really, maybe depending on quarterback play, will be potentially a good player to to win you a league. Mm. George Pickens mm-hmm. could have a I late love yeah. George Pickens yeah. late. Yeah, I think we like. Pickens. I like George Pickens taking the leap to lead that offense and receiving yes, down the so stretch. Too. Deontay's had one solid year, but he's not been consistent. I don't want to pull away from that, but that's what I was about to say. Deontay dynasty owners are starting to panic a little bit too because he's looking like he's getting phased out as well. Yeah, Deontay's ceiling and Najee's ceiling have completely dropped in on themselves. So what happens if this is Tomlin's last year? No way. I don't think they do anything with Tomlin. They've already been on the fence, and the only thing keeping him is he's never had a losing season, and he's for sure going to have one this year. I mean, I could be okay with the move if I had a, a guy in mind. The Maybe thing is, right co- now, who would we get? What if there's one that comes open later in the year and they want to do it? I think. Are you talking about them firing him or him yes. retiring? No either, way. Either, either one. Either one. Either way. He. Either way. He's not the team next year. I don't think this new whoever comes in is going to have any relationship with Deontay or no. Najee. No loyalty. Yeah. Yes. No loyalty. They might be tossed to the curb. Or Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's little baby hands. He looks terrible. Yeah. In my opinion, I, I'm not excited. I like right. Mac Jones more than Kenny Pickett. I don't, I don't like either. Like either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's move on from the Steelers' hate <sighs> oh, even worse. everybody hates the Steelers. Everybody hates the Patriots. Everybody. No. Everybody hates no. the team you're about to mention, Jake. I oh. think is the worst. You're talking about the Rams? I hate yeah. the Rams. Yeah. The Rams look horrible it's this year. They're the Warriors' effect. It's because of what they as, did to not St. Louis. Elite. Yeah. I just don't like what they did to St. Louis personally. Right. No, it's just a they, California team. They look horrible. Trying to be of cocky. course, it's another California team. Although they did come from there, so I'm okay with that. They were at least the should LA have left Rams at there. some point. They should have. But okay, I digress. Darrell Henderson. There's just nobody you can start in this offense besides Cooper Cup confidently. 
not there's Alan not Robinson, a single not person. Tyler Higby, not Stafford. Yeah. Higby earlier not, in the year, but not anymore. And you can't start Stafford. You can't start Henderson. You can't start Akers. Akers isn't even there. Hardly. You can't He's start Robinson. You can't start Skrionic, whatever his Skronic. name is. Skrionic. Like Van there, Jefferson. Van, you can't start Van Jefferson. <laughs> he laid up a goose egg. He was brick hand. Hey, just wait for OBJ, man. E- even OBJ hands. cannot save this team. That's how bad they are. So what please set did? Darrell Henderson. The only way he would save his week is by getting a touchdown, which he did two weeks ago, and he scored 13 points. That's his ceiling. This game made me have to crack open a beer. Yeah. Man. Mm. This it's one, so disgusting. This will be the one where it flips to on red zone, and I'm going to be very disappointed. You can't start Henderson anymore, which is sad because he's still only 25, and he should be the lead back in what we thought was going to be a good offense, but yeah. nope. just not. That kind of takes it to Knicks. You already say Higby? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Higby yeah. this week. He's been killing people's fantasy teams recently. Yeah. I mean, Billy dropped 50 fab on him just to drop him the next week. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it's the kind of guy where, you know, they'll turn him into a blocker at any point in time. He's done it throughout different points in his career where he's been a top 10, top 3 tight end to begin or finish or somewhere in the middle of a season, and then the rest of the year he does nothing. I mean, look at that. Look at those first five games. Yes, 11 great. targets, 9, 4, 14, and 10. Led, led all tight ends. And they were still and losing. Then, That's the ghost. problem. Yes. And then Ghost. We talk about league winners. These last three weeks, he's been a, a league loser. He's literally, lo- he's literally lost you three weeks. Another guy that. on that same level is Gerald Everett. Yeah, we love Everett. Well, he, at least he's produced a little Everett, bit. Everett, yeah. I mean, he had 11 t- on week seven, but since then has been under 10 in the last basically three of the Everett last four. We do love this pod because you probably got him for nothing. So. Yeah. He's but not yeah. a guy that I'm having to start every week, but he's just not a guy I would start at all this yeah, week. You're not super happy. Yeah, San Francisco, that should be a tough matchup. I'm always going to be okay with Gerald Everett no matter what. I like him, and especially, it just depends. Are, is are they the two wide receivers still out yeah. completely? Allen and Mike so Williams. I'm are okay out. with starting Everett then because they have no one else to throw. Fire up Josh Palmer, honestly. Yeah, Palmer. He looked all right. DeAndre Carter even came through 10 points for me. I man, Michael Bandy. I almost oh said uh, <laughs> J- Justin Herbert or Josh Palmer as my sit of the uh, week. Yeah. I'm just so He's not, not like excited. Yeah. Last week mm-hmm. against Atlanta, worst defense in the league. They do nothing. They might get shut out besides Austin Eckler's. If Austin Eckler doesn't yeah. score, then I, they might get shut Against out. San Francisco is a great defense yeah. exactly. all the way around. I think Eckler does have a good game at least. Not a great game this week, but I think a good enough where he'll probably hit like 18 to 25, which that's good for him. If they do, I don't want to say shut out, but if they come in and have another disappointing game, say they lose this game, it, do we start talking about – I know Josh Herbert, he's injured. Is he though? Because, I mean, he had the broken ribs. If that was weeks ago, and then he had yeah. the bye week to get healthy – if he has another bad week, are we starting to question him? Yeah, he's on my. I traded for Justin Fields this week. We talked about it last. That's how concerned. That's ago. how yeah. concerned you are with Justin Herbert. Is you traded for Justin Fields? The thing yeah. is, that's, it's, oh, it's not know. like they're not throwing the ball either. You're talking about the last four, last three games, 43, 51, 57 attempts. The floor has been taken out from him under him as well. It's insane. They're just throwing a lot of passes that are just errant. You yeah. know, and they're throwing a lot of dump offs to Eckler, which that's yeah. great if you're an Eckler owner. But <laughs> <laughs> Michael motherfucking Bandy. Yeah. Michael Let's move Bandy. on. Who's next, Jake? You uh, got one yeah. more. Raheem Mostert. Raheem. Old Jeff Wilson taking over. At this point, Jeff Wilson's taking over. Raheem. I like Jeff. I'm mad. I'm mad I dropped him. I prematurely Jeff. dropped two guys in, in Amish. It's been absolutely sickening. And the very first Drop week. Ken Walker and Jeff Walker or Jeff Wilson Jeff, within Jeff a week Wilson. and a half of their injuries. And the very right. first week or of Jeff Wilson being there, not no. well, I guess he kind of knew the playbook from, from Mike, but in one week he already 
basically out-touched Mostert. That tells me all I need to know. Mostert, well, he literally had a touchdown he to save his, his week. Purpose. He served his perfect. You know, he had a beast two weeks. Don't count on it unless He's he gets over. that goal line rush. He had nine for 26 and a lucky touchdown. Which they're giving that to Jeff Wilson probably from here on out anyway. Yep. Yeah, Jeff He's Wilson's, a powerful runner. He's way more explosive. Yeah. And, well, they're both pretty explosive. But Jeff Wilson looks better all around than Raheem mm-hmm. does. And I like Jeff Wilson a lot in terms of, you know, going forward. Yeah. His PPR upside. He might be a running back too. Yeah, I kind of like him. I mean, if you can acquire him and redraft leagues, do it. I mean, he's 26, so in Dynasty, if you can get him for cheap and maybe ride him out the rest of the year, if you could get him, would you would you trade like a third round pick for Jeff? He's 26 years old, so yeah, Dynasty. I think you can get a second for him still. You would would give a second in Dynasty potentially. Really, I just don't think the thing is you can't get him for just a third. And I really don't Maybe. think you could get him for a second, I, I but ha- you would have to throw the second before if the third. You, if you've been having Jeff Wilson on your bench this whole year and then but they now, trade for McCaffrey and then he goes to Miami and you wouldn't take a third for that? For if you had done it bench? before now, it's like obviously now you're not. Yeah, if we're talking dynasty, I'm not trading for Jeff Wilson because he's got no money. And when it comes to Miami, mm-hmm. what if they draft a running back in the second round? Which yeah. they could. Your second rounder Again. looks like. That's why, that's why I would take a third for him. That's the thing. Sure, but, like that's sure. why I would take any pick I could for him. That's third, what I would take. If you're win now and you have like a Zeke and he's hurt, I would yeah. definitely look for that. Yeah. If you're like Sal, you can get a. Sal's got no trade, no picks to trade. We'll he's got a third. He's got later. a third round pick he could trade. Oh, I'm Not this up. year, but you get, let's go ahead and break down. Let's run through these matchups because yeah. we got quite a few this week. Let's start at the very top. Hopefully, Josh Allen plays Minnesota Buffalo. Buffalo's a minus three point awesome favorite. Game. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota yep. either way. Because if, if Allen plays, I think he's limited. So I like what I've been seeing from Minnesota, the emergence of Hawkinson in that offense, as well as obviously they Jay Dittas. They looked Dittos. questionable last week. They they barely, barely, barely beat the Commanders. Right. But that, that's, how, that's what good teams do. Commanders typically the have a pretty strong defense is the thing. That's, what I'm that's one thing that you can credit to them. Their say, offense has always been mid, but their defense does make plays. You can say barely beat them, but good teams beat bad teams. That's what they do. So. And it's Kirk Cousins at 1 o'clock on a road game, yep. so I think he's he still wants to drink on the plane afterwards. Yep. yep. He's about to Take be fired up off. with the chains again. Yep. Let's talk about a couple more fun teams. Lions, Bears. Oh, my. Ooh. The Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Point favorite. I like the Bears. Yeah. I think they win yeah, this game going trend, away. They're trending up. I like both teams in this, but I I, I don't know. I, High-scoring game. <sighs> the best quarterback is be. Justin Fields, but the best targets playmakers are on the Lions. That's mm-hmm. what's tough. By far. Unless Justin Fields can scramble for another 100, 150 yards and – one or two touchdowns. I don't know if the Bears will win this. Well, what's sad is the Bears' defense should be as bad as the Lions, having traded yeah. away their two best defensive players. So mm-hmm. I think the Lions should win. I I'm still think Bears. the Bears because they're trending upwards and they've looked better recently. But yeah, this could go either way. Jacksonville versus Kansas City. Kansas City's a nine and a half point favorite. I think Jacksonville covers it, but Kansas City wins. Yeah. You think it's close? You think it's I a do. touchdown? I think so. I think Jacksonville ETN is a weapon right now. And Christian Kirk, I think he's going to have a big game. Like a 27-23? Mm. Mm. Maybe like a 34-29, to 28. Mm. I like the 9.5. I think Kansas City wins by like 10. So okay. I think that's perfect in that, in that range. The next one, Cleveland versus Miami. In Miami, Miami's a 2.5-point favorite. They should be. I mean, they should, they should win that game. And yeah, I mean, Miami right now on the upward swing. We like them all year. We love their options. Cleveland is really one-dimensional until Deshaun's back. Um, 
it's just one of those things. Let's go Miami. Let's go Finns. I'll you know they're a team to get behind, and I Probably like them this week. Fins up, fins up, baby. I think that they fins win up. this game by a touchdown. Yeah, something about Miami sports I love. I've always been a fan of the Heat. I think I've always liked the Dolphins. I love the U. You know, I I've been a big Miami fan. Cool names, cool logos, mm-hmm. cool players. Yep. I love Tyreek Hill, and it's, I love Jalen Waddle. It's the better oranges, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean it's the the orange state, right? Yeah, they deserve sure. to have the best that's oranges. Okay, Dallas versus Green Bay. Dallas is a minus four point favorite. I think they win this game, yeah. but maybe twenty one points. Micah Parsons oh is about to give Aaron Rodgers hell. Yeah, oh, I know. That's like, David Bacciari has not looked like himself this year. If Micah Parsons is not a you know defensive player of the year finalist, I don't know you know who is. He's yeah. playing out of his mind. He just looks unstoppable out there. Like you have to hold him to prevent him from getting to the QB, and he makes every play. I just don't see Aaron Rodgers and company being able to maintain, especially because you also still have other guys like Vander Esch, you know, big old digs out there. At least Aaron Jones is going to play, so I think it helps for Green Bay. But overall, Aaron Rodgers has looked terrible. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they Dallas should win this game pretty easily. I think at least 10. Fun fact, I would. More. That's another shout-out start of the week. I would probably start the Dallas defense. Oh, yeah. yeah I like I'd that. be fine with that. Bunch of sacks. Maybe yeah, they you get a good. couple of picks somehow. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has more interceptions this year than he has in like four years combined. That's crazy. Uh, since 2016. Uh, wow. Yeah, seven picks so far. All right, we got the Chargers versus San Francisco. Man. Should be one of the games of the week. I mean, minus, it should be. Minus seven 49ers. I go over that for sure. Yeah, I think we, they just talk, we just talked yeah. about it. I mean, they. I don't like the Chargers. San this Francisco week. just. They started off strong and then they, they've kind of lost some really bad games, but. With now McCaffrey. with McCaffrey there, they look so much more complete. The defense is still really good. Until the Chargers step up and beat somebody a good team convincingly, then you can't you can't bet for them. I look for McCaffrey to run all over that Chargers defense all day. Yeah, I think he McCaffrey should. might put up forty this week. Yeah. And it, I'm he might be the type to just do what Joe Mixon does. Maybe five not touchdowns? the five touchdowns, but I could see him going for fifty. He could. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's always in the range of outcomes. That's why he was the. You know, back-to-back number one overall pick. And then, I mean, the sour feelings have got to be gone. What's the confidence in Dynasty yeah. and McCaffrey? Pretty high, right? Yeah, Still I mean, pretty high, yeah. The fact is the fact is, he's younger than Cook, Kamara, Henry, Eckler. That's what's crazy. A ripe 26. Like all, all of those four or five big guys that, that are about to fall off, he's younger than them. I'm not saying he's young, but he's younger than them. So mm-hmm. that's you have to be sky high on him still. Yeah, Minimum still three first round picks for a trade for him. And he gets plenty of work. He he's gets not bounced like, around league to league though. That's what's crazy. In our yeah. in our yeah. dynasty, he's been traded four different times. But all Insane. since November second of last year. So in a year, from November second to November seventh was the last time he was traded. He was traded four times in a year and five days. The most recent trade was a whole haul given up. But looking at it now, yep. I don't know if I can look at it the same. Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, and Deontay. Deontay's the one that scared me out of that trade. Yeah, for sure. That's a lot of a lot of players, a lot of picks. Man, it's hard to get McCaffrey. Nope. So what do you got? Washington, Philly. Yep, minus eleven, Philly. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Washington makes it a better game than that. Yeah, they've been playing it's everybody close. Monday Night Football. Yeah, I mean Washington's yeah. a sneaky team. Like always, you know they they're always going to come out defense. And I will say this: Jalen Hurts monster game first time around. Washington tightens up a little bit, the, but Jalen Hurts Smith. still they're, great. They're, Philadelphia's defense shut that game yeah. down quick. And they only got and that better. that was with Wentz. Now, 
Heineke, I'm not going to say is better than Wentz, but they have looked more competitive and with Wentz. And Dotson should be back. So. He might be better but than Wentz. But Roquan Smith there on the yeah. Eagles. Or no, Roquan no, Smith went to Ravens. the Ravens. It was yeah. Robert Quinn. Mm-hmm. So we're adding Robert Quinn to that defensive line, that was huge. Chase Young might be back this week. Mm, that'll yeah, be fun. I look forward to him. I like Chase yeah, Young. I want to I see of him course. come back. TJ, well, this could be a big week. I know. I it. Thank God. It's good to see. Yep. All right, next game, Arizona versus the Rams. Yeah, okay. We, yeah. we talked about yeah, this. We're <laughs> beating the dead whoever horse. Loses it, is a, their season's over. And honestly, yep. whoever wins it, their season might still be over. Minus the three best delay. game. Yeah. The I'm best not. game of the week, though. Forget that game, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Best game of the week. We got Seattle, Tampa Bay, In Germany. Germany. Shout out to Brussels, baby. Yeah, shout out to the neighbors of somewhat close to Germany in Brussels. They love Tom Brady they, they and can make a quick. The thing is, Two they can make a couple-hour drive and, and go to that game, the, the old fans in, in Brussels. So hopefully you all make it out to that because it should be a special game. Tom yep. Brady said it might be one of the best games he's ever played. Oh, and, and I know the NFL is paying him to say that, but it's going to be worse now. Okay, that really drops my expectations. <laughs> that really upset me. I did not no. know he said. You that. really no. said that? No, he he really he did said s- that. He uh. said that. You want to know why? Because it's going to be seventy thousand people. The tickets sold out in three minutes. Yeah, and there that was is two. True. There was like two million people that were vying to get those seventy thousand tickets. Uh, it's going to be a big game for the country, but I think that the Seattle Seahawks are going to beat them pretty handily. I think, I think Kenneth Walker's I just going to dominate them. They should mm. be. I like. I like that. Like two and a half for the Bucks, just because they're the home team. Yeah, quote in a neutral site, it's basically a Super Bowl game where there's yeah, going to yeah. be a bunch of different fans from different teams. I like Tampa Bay this week. Really? Surprisingly no, enough. I don't like that line at Surprisingly all. enough, I actually like Tampa Bay. We'll see what Nova wow. picks say on Sunday. Okay. We got one more thing we want to talk about. Shout out to Sal Salinas, Salamander, whatever you want to call him. Salinas Penis. That's right. He had a trade that he brought to us today. Who wants to Who wants to break it down? So, ironically enough, he hit all three of us up separately. Shout out the guy. Uh, but, yeah, he, Eddie was came, you know, he came to the table with an offer. He has Zeke and Jalen Waddle currently, and he was willing to make a trade. So when he hit him up, was pretty much on good terms about a Ramondre Stevenson and Mike Evans trade. I don't mind it the more and more that I look at it. But when I was at work earlier, it really scares me to say I'm giving up Jalen Waddle more so, than anything else. And this is this isn't a redraft league. Yes, this is not dynasty. Yeah. So redraft Ramondre and Mike Evans for Zeke and Waddle. I want to make this, Nick, if you're okay with it, because me and Sandy were on one side. I want to make this a rest of season beef. Mm, And whichever duo scores more is two points. From this point forward. From this point forward. Now, if there is a major injury where one of the players misses, let's say, more than like two or three games, we'll call it Or put on IR. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll wash it, and it does not happen. I'll absolutely make that that deal, yeah. And it's worth two points Ooh, because there's two players. I think it's worth three. Okay. Uh, we can make it worth four points if we you want. We can make it worth ten. We'll do two. We'll do two. We'll do two. Two points, rest of season, whichever one, whichever duo finishes better. Me and Sandy are on Ramondre Evans. Sal is on Zeke Waddle. And I think Ze- I think Waddle has the most upside out of any of those Eddie, four. Eddie would be getting Ramondre and Mike Evans. Right. I like that deal. I just think, strictly I think I'm with Nick. I think off. Waddle does have the highest upside out of any of those four. He can score 40 any given week. Yeah. Mike I think Evans Ramondre is, good, is the most consistent high scorer. And I think Evans and Zeke are so close. I have a slight edge on Evans, though. Yes, I agree. I, I just don't like Zeke I, the rest of this I, year. I, the only thing I bring up is Mike Evans currently wide receiver 11. 
Jalen Waddle, wide receiver four, right? Yeah, so not that far. But you know, on the other end, Ramondre Stevenson is RB8 versus Zeke is currently. I know he's had the injury issues, yeah. but, you know, you can't only take that into consideration. By the way, Jalen Waddle on the year. Oh, no, wait, where was he? Jalen Waddle has the high, I think, the highest upside. And I think I did, Zeke yeah. has the safest, five, safest the floor. Maybe Ramondre is tied with Zeke in terms of floor. The whole thing for me is I just don't, I love Ramondre to death. But I just don't know if he has that much of an advantage over Zeke for me to be able to give up Waddle for Mike Evans. That's how I look at it. That's the only thing that scares you me out of Ramondre, it. You love Ramondre, though. Ramondre has been a beast. Ramondre to me is a league winner. He's on my dynasty team. Ramondre is a league winner guy. Mark my words. You don't think okay, Ramondre is miles? You don't think he's miles ahead of Zeke right now? I think he's miles ahead of Zeke. I don't think that uh, Mike Evans is anywhere close to where Waddle is. And honestly, I think Mike Evans is going to come down a little bit the rest of the season. That's what we yeah. said every year. Yeah. I know, but he's, he's been very consistent. And I think he's going to have some weeks here where he might hurt us. And he might have some big up, big weeks. But the touchdowns haven't been there so all season. You, but what's the you problem, have though? Him in, you have him in, in Amish. And not I'm everybody to him can away. bench him, though. I'll take him. I told you I'll He'd take be a must-start every week, though, not and you Kate would not Otten be mad. And Kate Otten plus a, a backup <laughs> running back. Oh, I, got I you think Wondell Eddie would be winning that trade Wondell. 100%. Yeah, I do, too. Okay. That, that's okay. a fun beef, though. I like, that's I a like rest it. of the year beef. I like this. I, I'm kind of scared to death about it the longer we're looking at it because, obviously, I do love Ramondre. I'm so biased towards Ramondre. It kind of hurts, but I just love Waddle. I think Waddle <laughs> will have fair. a couple of weeks like Jamar Chase and finish. You know, where, if Miami where are we going to rank? I'm sorry. I'm Miami sorry. has two top three wide receivers end of season. Yeah. How do we feel about Tua? Mm. I like I mean, Tua finishing strong. Yeah. Yeah, he he looks good. I don't want to say because of them, but yeah, because of them, because he can't throw a pass more than 40 yards. Exactly. I, I keep going back to that, and I, I hate hating on him because I'm sure he's a great guy, and – He's a good leader, and he's a great intermediate accurate passer. He just can't throw the deep ball. And mm. I think if you give – I don't want to say like Justin Herbert, but I think if Justin Herbert, Burrow – I mean, heck, even – I don't want to say like even Lamar, I think would be getting more out of those two than mm-hmm. Tua will. I don't know. Tua is pretty accurate. He is. He the is main. He's the intermediate accuracy. That's the whole thing the offense is running around right now. It is right now. That's the that's the biggest part of Miami, but I I can agree with you. If you put especially Joe Burrow back there. But well, I mean, yeah, we can say that, but then they also still have Chase and Higgins. So Yeah, take out yeah. the two weeks for Waddle where he gets two catches and three catches and really that was with who is it? Uh Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. and the guy from Miami. I just love the upside with with Waddle how, every how single week. How we value we have a little we have a little bit of time right here. Yeah, we got a couple minutes. minutes. Just a how do you question. how do you value how do you value Waddle for the rest of the year in Dynasty or not the rest of the year, but I would take the DK and Steve. Okay, yeah, well, that's my side. That's what I would be doing. Oh, that's what you would get. I'm throwing in a trade truck. He was on? showing me a, a Dynasty trade for oh what was that? Gosh. Ramondre and DK. Ramondre a DK for Joe Mixon in a first. Yeah, easy. Oh, that's easy. easy. There's no way dude accepts that. He might. That's atrocious. That's, I love That's it. so foul. In terms of D, uh, DK dynasties, one of my favorite guys to hold on to. Yeah, DK's. Uh, so going back to Waddle, where do we where do we put him for dynasty from now on? Uh, I, mean, I think I he's him. top seven in dynasty. I'd probably have him and Amon Ra. It's crazy, him, too, because how many people thought that Waddle would regress they uh, thought oh Tyree Kill's gonna come in here yeah. and steal all of it he's improved <laughs> That's been a by six yards of reception it's kind of been insane yeah. he looks really good Tyree Kill's most takes accurate quarterback in the NFL 
Yes. Waddle Tyre. runs really smart routes, and he's got that chemistry with you know to yeah. uh, Tyreek can just play anywhere, so that's why he's doing his thing. But the touchdowns, look who those have been going to. Exactly. Yeah. And Waddle is Waddle catches. He can catch three touchdowns in a game, have two hundred yards any given yeah. week. Yeah, his any explosiveness week. is amazing. And I put I I honestly put him. I put him right behind Amon Ra. Mm. Right behind him? In Dynasty. Ooh, I'd rather have Waddle than Amon Ra. Really? Yeah. I think Amon Ra hmm. is definitely, I think he's more complete. I, I think, think quarterback-wise is, is main. I think if you took away Tyreek, we would see more of Waddle. And in that case, I would have probably gone the latter. I, I think, think I would have said Amon Ra. Because they're both 23 years old. They both had yep. know, a good rookie season. So I think the, those two are probably the most 20, comparable. 23 yeah. is the craziest yeah, part of that. Because both years of old. those guys... And I think both of those guys and Alave look like they're thirty-year-old receivers Them, out there. So mm-hmm. those those two, Alave, yeah. Higgins, Higgins is twenty-three. Yeah, like those Jefferson three or four. Is 23. Yeah, but Jefferson and Chase they're on a whole different level. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the, like Jefferson and Chase are on a different level. Cup. It's like one Randy two. Moss, yeah. one A and B. It's here, like or it's B and C. It's like T O and Randy Moss, like. Oh, that's I what I'm like saying. That. It's it's like it's like T.O. <laughs> and Randy Moss, that. and then everyone else is just who's Randy Moss? J.J. and T.O. is J- is Chase because he's a little bit more yeah, physical, he is more physical, more Man, flashy, dude. Funny. Isn't that awesome? I never thought about uh, freaking T.O. in there. Yeah. T.O. is Jamar Chase, and they both are Bengals at one point, right? Right. I, T.O. could still go out there and do yeah, it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he looked like a monster. I'd rather have T.O. than Terrence Marshall. Yeah, yeah I would <laughs> just too. a random one. God, Terrence Marshall. Speaking of him, though, that's been a surprising pickup. I know. Yeah, he had a forty-three-yard catch a couple weeks yeah. or last, last on Thursday. Night, yeah, and that's all he did. I, yeah. He had five points. Um, the man, but is, there, it was a it's a hurricane. So. I think yep. next year, Monsoon. Terrence Marshall could end up being like third-year flex breakout. Get you he ten points a game. It depends on who the quarterback is there, but yeah, he's gonna break He'll out. Be your Hunter Renfro. <laughs> no, better better than Hunter Renfro. Renfro's falling off a cliff. Hunter Renfro at least finished out as wide receiver, like, what was it, 13? He's the most opportunistic accountant I've ever seen in my life. He's also young, too. We act like Hunter Renfro's old. Yeah, he looks old. He's like 26. Yeah, he looks old. He looks old. Okay. How old is he? He's 26, I'm pretty sure. His hairline's like mine. He looks 30. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not that old. He's 26. Dang. Because That's still not that old, though. Like, he, came into the league, he came into the league at like 22, 23 years old. Yeah. He was old, so old coming out of Clemson. Well, I guess finishing out the show talking about Hunter Renfro was much deserved. Yeah. We will see you guys again soon. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.